Nice buns, soft, fluffy, and ultra low net carbs. Discover Hero Bread, the delicious ultra low net carb bread with incredible taste and texture. Hero Bread has zero grams of sugar and is under 100 calories per serving. Plus, high in fiber with 5 to 10 grams of protein per serving. Order from Hero.co now and get 10% off your first purchase with promo code AH10. That's 10% off with code AH10. H-E-R-O dot C-O. Absolutely awesome to see you down in Florida, Roddy. Unfortunately, you are at the grind. Working. LOL. Enjoy it, man. You deserve it. How about that? Listen, please don't feel sorry for me. Darren, do you feel sorry for me when I got to work? I feel sorry for me. (laughs) Exactly. Kind of a life that I could settle into. Oh, yeah. Fun, sun, and surfs. It's the Rod Peterson Show. Yes, it is. Thank you so much, Rick Regan. Yeah, buddy. Welcome to the RP Show. Brand new week. Same old locale. In a way, yes, indeed. We're in South Florida. Couldn't be happier about it, although I could use a sweat towel ATM at the moment for you old people that don't understand that stuff. It's episode number 1069 of your favorite daytime sports talk show. I'm here. Let's go to the other half of the show. Darren Moose DuPont is in Tirana. We got a lot to get to today. What's up, Moose? You're laughing already. What are you, what are you laughing about? You know. The sweat towel, what the sweat towel ATM would look like. Like you punch a button and it spits out a sweat towel like <laughs> some of the audience. Anyway, ATM at the moment. Well, yeah. I've moved out of doors, as you know. So you'll probably see the sweat raining off my brow for a couple of reasons. I mean, I like the outdoor environs. It's not hotter than the blazes of hell here right now, but it is hot. It's like 36 Celsius, a little above 100 Fahrenheit. I know that seems hot. But Serena is uh, just on the other side of this pane of glass. You've seen the Florida studio, and I just, I don't want to interrupt there. I want to be outside. But tell me, you said you couldn't hear any outside ambience. Can you hear the gong? Can you hear the John Ohm loud, gong? Loud and clear. Yeah, loud okay, and clear. Okay, good, because you said you couldn't pick up. The thunder was crackling earlier, and uh, yeah, people are going to get a lot of Florida references here for the next several months. But just last night, we were watching TV, looked out the window, and Serena's like, the sun's shining, and it's raining. Welcome to Florida. So anyways, that is the setup for the show today. Coming up later on in hour one, Chris Knuckles Nyland, my good friend in Mooses 2, former Montreal Canadian tough guy, now a Habs ambassador, and he's always got interesting things to say. And in hour two, Sirius XM NFL Radio's Zig Fricasse. Those are the guests. Can you hit the quick six show horn, please? Director Jordan, and we will get down to business. Yeah, we're going to open with baseball, and I see the Blue Jays fans are a glum lot. Cole Calhoun hit a tie-breaking two-run double, followed by Ramon Laureano's two-run homer in the 11th. And the Cleveland Guardians edged the Blue Jays 10-7 on Sunday at Rogers Center. The Guardians won 2-3. Bo Bichette left the game after five innings with a tight quad. Third baseman Matt Chapman left with a swollen finger. Jays now two and a half out of a wild-card playoff berth. Can I just, I'll just say this. Was that the Jays game you were at, Moose, or was it Saturday's? No, it was yesterday. And it started so good when Vladdy hit the home run in the first inning. But you're right. Jays fans, they're glum. They think the playoffs are out of sight now um, as they're going the wrong way. Oh, they are. So, um, sucks to be them. Point two, Houston rookie C.J. Stroud threw his first touchdown as a pro 
before being named the Houston Texans starting quarterback to open the regular season. Meanwhile, Jimmy Graham looked determined not to let his mysterious medical episode and run in with police last week derail his NFL comeback with the New Orleans Saints. Stroud's short touchdown pass to Nico Collins helped the Texans defeat the Saints 17-13 on Sunday night in the preseason finale for both teams. I'll drop anchor here on a second. In the second, we have NFL notes coming up in our poll question today for Key Auto Group pertains to the National Football League. But I'll just welcome all of our viewers today in a variety of fashions, whether it be on Game Plus Television. We are now, we have heard, this is the biggest breaking news we've had as a show in a very long time. We are inundated with messages on Friday from viewers all across Western Canada that we're airing on Rogers, sorry, Shaw Rogers Channel 230. We've been wanting this for literally years, but we couldn't make that happen. But I'm told it's now happened. So if you're a new viewer right now on Game Plus across Western Canada on Shaw slash Rogers, let us know. Welcome. Make yourself at home. We don't take ourselves too seriously around here. Right, and the text line is 902-518-3033. It's brought to you by EMJ Marketing. And just before we go any further, where is this guy? Pierre Ducharme, unless he deleted his comment because it kind of looks like he has. Pierre Ducharme, watching in Quebec, writes in and says, unpopular opinion, but the CFL should still play on Sundays even when the NFL starts. Pierre, I will say, go have a nap or stop drinking. You're drunk. Now, having said that last night, Point three, the losing streak that set futility football records and refused to end is finally over. The Edmonton Elks defeated the visiting Ottawa Red Blacks 30-20 on Sunday in a battle of last-place CFL squads. The Elks snapped the 22-game home losing skid that dated back to October of 2019. Ottawa, meanwhile, has lost five in a row, slipped to three and eight. So Moose, we'll spend a minute on that. I mentioned earlier the Houston-New uh, Orleans game was on Fox. I didn't watch it. It was the last game of the NFL preseason CFL won out. That's in my home and clearly Pierre's home. But can you think outside of yourself for a second? It is, it's a fool's errand for the Canadian Football League to go up against the NFL. For all our new viewers, I worked in the Canadian Football League for 20 consecutive seasons. I saw the shift in balance go, and the war is over. You've lost. You've lost. It's over. CFL can't play on Sundays. And I made the right choice, Moose, by watching the Edmonton game yesterday. Wonderful scene in Commonwealth. You're free to disagree, and maybe you will, but CFL can't play on Sundays anymore. It's over. Yeah, I wouldn't play on Sundays either, although ratings-wise, the CFL traditionally has done okay up against the NFL but um, in Canada. But what does okay mean, right? Like, are you okay with just being okay? Um, no, I like, Again, the CFL for me, the tradition is Friday night football. That's what I know. As the tradition, Friday night football, doubleheader, love that. You know, for me, that's what I like. Um, they can own that night. Saturdays can be college football, and Sundays can be the NFL, and you got your football weekend. But, um, but a fun game last night. Um, it really was. And hats off to the Edmonton Elks. Uh, shout out from the viewers. Well, hey, everybody, just hang on. Uh, our friends have all shown up, including Ryan O Radio, who's flying the ship at WQEE in Atlanta Radio, where we're live daily. Noon Eastern to 2 p.m. Hey, Ryan. Good to see you, bro. And I'll just say it daily. We love being on that radio station. We are Atlanta's NHL show, but we're not going to be talking NHL today. We will be later on this week, though, because I have my Central Division and Pacific Division predictions coming up. Yours, too, Moose. We'll probably do that starting tomorrow. Allie in Texas says, if the sun's shining, 
while it's raining, the devil is beating his wife. That clearly is an urban myth or an old wives' tale, but I don't doubt it for one second. Uh, but that quite regularly rains here while the sun's shining. I know, I, I know I don't get it either. John in Edmonton says, did you see that the Miami Dolphins game was suspended with eight minutes and 30 seconds left because a player was taken to hospital? Second time this has happened in preseason this year. And also Wayne in Victoria, B.C. writes that he says, yes, Rod, I'm now watching you on Game Plus TV on Shaw. Of course, I still follow on YouTube because there's the comment chat. Well, you can always text us here, 902-518-3033 for EMJ Marketing. But Darren, I want your take on this. It's my... It's a good time to stop for a second and get into the debate because it ain't Sports Center. For all you new viewers, all you people that are new, this is the view for sports fans. So get comfortable. This ain't like all the other shows. I'm Whoopi Goldberg. He's Joy Bahar. But talking sports. So here's my thing. I didn't even put any notes, but I should. My quick six. You saw out where, where you are, the Western Mustangs, Canadian University football, laid a whooping on the York Lions in Toronto, 83 to nothing. It's my commentary today. And it would have been a good poll question, but I think we have a better one. 83 to nothing. Western Mustangs over the York Lions. Ontario University Athletic. We're, uh, most lopsided margin of victory in Mustangs history. Number one. Are they sitting around a conference table, the tall foreheads and suits in Ontario saying, are we going to institute a mercy rule here? I mean, it's happened before with York, but the play of the team was embarrassed. That's one. Two, two NFL games were halted on the weekend, most recently in Jacksonville Saturday night. Dolphins, Jaguars player carted off the field. He was later released from hospital, expected to make a full recovery. But the two coaches, Mike McDaniel and Doug Petter, uh, Peterson, <laughs> Peterson said my own name wrong met on the field and decided to scrap the game with eight and a half minutes left. Um, let's just call it. I mean, if it was a regular season game, I would think they're still playing, but I don't know. I don't know. And the new viewers should also know that I'm a certified mental health and addiction recovery coach, grief, trauma, stress management, addiction recovery, interventionist. So I know my way around this stuff. Uh, I don't know the answer. I don't know the answer. Should they have called those games off, Moose, in your mind? And should they put a mercy rule in university football? What do you think? Yeah, I think they made the right call to, to call those games in the preseason. I don't know if they would have called them in the regular season, but it's about player safety. And, and the big issue, going back to DeBar Hamlin, when he went down and the players were really distraught seeing what happened, it, it's hard to go back to playing football, and it's actually probably dangerous to make those players go back and play after witnessing that. This wasn't on that level, but it's still very serious. And in a preseason game, why even uh, go back to it when you see something uh, serious like that? In the preseason game, both coaches agreed. You move on and, and call it regular season. They may, they may have finished those games, I would imagine. Um, and the mercy rule, no. I don't think we need a mercy rule in university football. That's still good football. I don't like that it was 83 nothing at all. But this doesn't, isn't a problem in university sports right now, so I don't think we need a rule. Okay. That's why I asked for the opinion, because I'm not saying that I'm right. But somebody wrote in here and said, where's the Central Division predictions? They're coming this week. Here it is. From Back the Bombers in Winnipeg says, what happened to the NHL Central Division power rankings? 
Well, it's not power rankings, it's predictions. There's a difference that I don't have time to go back and teach you that. But just be paying attention on Tuesday. Spoiler alert, I've got the Jets making the playoffs, but that's coming up later this week. There are other topics. We're not coming up with fake news today because there's actual things to talk about. Thank you. Okay. We now learned in the trauma recovery business that what you just said is correct. When you see your teammate injured on the field and parted off on a stretcher, it's traumatic. So we're going to cancel every game? See what I'm saying? When somebody gets hurt? Mm -hmm. Because number one, in a lot of cases, this is precautionary measures. They're doing the right thing by taking the player off the field on the stretcher. That's fine. I understand all that. But canceling the game... And I, they might do it in a regular season. I, I, I don't know anymore in this new world. But here's the thing about trauma. Trauma is trauma. Whether you're in a car crash, you witness a guy beating his wife, that's traumatic. You get fired, divorced is traumatic. There are all kinds of trauma. But if we just go, oh, trauma, let's stop. Let's not deal with it. That ain't good. That's not good. You know what I'm saying? You're trying to eliminate all accidents before they happen. Trauma's going to happen, is my point. So I think they should keep playing. Is that too yeah. callous? No, it's interesting because you, you need to learn how to deal with the situations. And, That's my and, point. And it's not, this is gonna, could sound cold. You've know, you got to learn how to deal with it and move on. You know, it's not meant to be cold. Yes. Um, but, that's, but, it's it, but it is the, but, but, it's, but it's life. It's the situation you're in now. So you do have to learn how to live with it. And the other thing is, a situation affects all of us differently. You know, trauma to you might not be that traumatic to me because maybe I'm used to that. Or maybe, I, you know, and, and in football, it's a dangerous sport. You have to, you, they do understand the risks of, of the game and they're there every play. Um, so it is, it's a fine line, a tightrope oh. that we're walking big time. And then again, hey, <laughs> which is also in my commentary today. You can read at rodpeterson.com and listen to on SAS Radio. I'm not saying I got the answers. I'm glad I'm out of the arena now and don't have a say in this because I would probably strangle somebody if I was trying to be part of this debate. For instance, I was at the Chuck Wagons. I think we can say it now. World Finals last week. Second race. Opening night, major wreck. Took quite a delay, but then they kept racing. And I won't say what the... I don't even really know what the end result of what that was, but we kept playing. You got to learn to deal with it. I'm sorry. We've got a couple other moments here before we pause, and we'll come back with all the NFL stuff in our poll question today. But other CFL games, we talked about Edmonton winning. Ottawa ain't very good. But the way Edmonton was jumping around, uh, I was happy for them, but that's just me. I, did you watch the game? It started at 7 Eastern, so it was pretty easy to watch out here on the East Coast. Um, yeah. I was happy for them. Happy for Jones. I've been talking to their scouting people. Their coaching stuff, those are all friends of mine. So I'm like, let it all out. <laughs> they doused Jones with the Gatorade cooler. They were celebrating like they would just won the Super Bowl. And here's something about the fans. Wasn't a great crowd, but it was probably better than what this team's deserved after losing 22 in a row. And they hung in in the end, and they celebrated like they just won the Super Bowl. And how's that feel to be a real fan and stick behind your team? I don't even know what the definition of a real fan is. You know, half yeah. Edmonton's going to say, I was there. If somebody says that, ask them to see their ticket stub. They're just going to lie and say they were there because they weren't. Yeah. So kudos to those that were.
show me a photo. You know, show me a photo of you at the game. But <laughs> a selfie. Good. Right. Exactly. Good for Edmonton. Um, you know, Trey Ford has brought new energy to that offense. He's very timely when he runs. I think he had 74 rushing yards in the game, had the great touchdown pass. He's brought energy. And I hear a lot of fans saying, you know, Chris Jones is an idiot and he should be fired for not starting you know, Trey Ford from the beginning of the season. Just because Trey Ford's playing well now doesn't mean he would have played well at the beginning of the year. You know, Jones is in those meetings. He made the decision. And you know what? It's working now. And all of a sudden, Labor Day means something now, Calgary and Edmonton. And if Boy. that goes well for Edmonton, if they put together a couple of wins here, all of a sudden I'd be getting pretty nervous if I was the Saskatchewan Rough Riders down the road if you got this team behind you rolling with momentum. Now, two wins, you know, against who they beat in the way they won. I mean, I wouldn't be getting that worried yet. We're getting ahead of ourselves. But it's a good story right now in the CFL. They're already talking about hosting a home playoff game in SAS. So don't worry. They're not looking over their shoulder. <laughs> they should be, but they're not. Um, other CFL games, Winnipeg beat Montreal 47-17. We can spend some more time on this later. Toronto over Calgary 39-31 at BMO Field. And Hamilton, the upset of the season, beating the BC Lions 30-13. Our Canadian Football League coverage is brought to you in part by Sober Carpenter Non-Alcoholic Craft Beer. Check them out at SoberCarpenter.com. We'll take a brief pause for the cause. Smoking if you got them. When we come back, NFL stuff, Lionel Messi, LPGA. It's your new favorite daytime sports talk show. Live on Game Plus Television. WQEE Radio in Atlanta. Podcast and YouTube Live. PlayNow.com is Saskatchewan's only legal gambling site. A site with hundreds of slot games, your favorite live table games, and the PlayNow Sportsbook. Head over to www.playnow.com slash rpshow to claim your $50 casino reward. That's www.playnow.com slash rpshow for your $50 casino reward. PlayNow.com 19 plus, use your game sense. Okay, we're back. We're back. We're back. Love all this. I really do. <laughs> Not just Florida scenes. I love that the most. But I've opened the EMJ Marketing text line. EMJ Marketing will find you the right keynote speaker for your event. Contact Joe at emjmarketing.com. I'm in South Florida. Moose is in Toronto. And Moose, I'm just, I got a few comments from the viewers that's the one thing people are going to understand it's the most interactive and dare i say only interactive television streaming show out there and radio too um scott m has written in and says good morning are we talking about davis schneider and his impact on the jays today um Approved. no no oh, we're not no wayne in victoria bc says that's why i love the rp show the life lessons, etc. It's more than just a sports talk show. I love it. Thank you, Wayne. And it's not like I'm sitting here as any grand poobah, but I've been through a lot of crap in my life. I'm just passing it along. Dougal Cameron writes in and says, congratulations. This is the EMJ Marketing text line. Congratulations on being on Shaw now. 
Much easier to tune you in on my television. How about that? How James about that? Murdoch writes in and says, Hey, Rod, James Murdoch here from Moose Jaw. Watching you on Shaw. Congrats, boss. I'm nobody's boss but my own. And <laughs> that's all I can handle. Do you know Kevin Hughes? Do you know a guy by the name of Kevin Hughes, Moose? Um, I might have heard of him, yeah. <laughs> Kevin the Medium, our sales coordinator. If there's anybody more tickled than Kevin the Medium, I'd like to know who it is with this development. He says, I'm watching for the first time ever on Channel 230, Shaw Rogers. And he sends a screenshot. Larry Sweet writes in. He is the father of the Toronto Argonauts offensive line coach. He's watching in North Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. Rod, did you go to the high school game on Saturday in Florida? I watched on TV. Good game. No, I did not, Mr. Sweet. However, this Friday I will be going. I know it was uh, the one, I, if you're talking about Cardinal Gibbons versus Cardinal Gibbons, two high schools with the same name, one from North Carolina, one from Fort Lauderdale. Hey, that's my guy, DeBucks team, and they won 28-21, but I couldn't get there. I was traveling. I told Serena, this Friday, Saturday, I got games. You're welcome to come. Friday night. Bud Tight Field, that's, his, that's the name of the field, Moose. Bud Tight Field. And not Bud Light Field, Bud Tight Field. In Fort Lauderdale, Cardinal Gibbons home again. DeBucks team. And Saturday night, FAU is home to Monmouth. So I said, you can come to either one. She said, she'll think about it. Are you ready to move on? Let's go. Okay. Chris, Let's by the go. way, watched on Game Plus television in Heidelberg, Ontario, says, I'm happy for Trey Ford. Maybe Canadians can play quarterback, at least some. That dude looked like Warren Moon out there the, last night for Edmonton. So I get what you're saying. And people say, why was he not playing all year, Trey Ford? But I got to defer to Jones. I'm a Jones guy, as you know, and he said he wasn't ready. Said he, oh, but I knocked over my drink. It was just my breaking news bell. False alarm. Point four took 19 holes for American Megan Kang to win her first ever LPGA Tour title. She beat South Korea's Jin Yin Ko in a one-hole playoff on Sunday at the CPKC Women's Open in Vancouver. Brooke Henderson of Smith Falls, Ontario, was the low Canadian tying for 13th at two under. I wasn't even in Fort Lauderdale yet. I was getting on a plane to Fort Lauderdale, and people were wearing pink moose. Do you know Why? Because Lionel Messi needed just a few seconds for his unparalleled skills to shine. A flash of brilliance that capped a memorable Major League Soccer debut. It was actually Saturday night in Harrison, New Jersey. But Messi's dazzling goal in the 89th minute helped a transformed Inter-Miami beat the New York Red Bulls 2-0 on Saturday night and end an 11-match league winless streak. So that was an MLS play, but they've played eight games in League's Cup since Messi showed up and they've won them all. I'm not going to sit here and talk about Lionel Messi either. But I might show up wearing pink one day. And to what we all waiting for, Moose, today. Place line, Dallas, Texas. Trey Lance gives the Dallas Cowboys the developmental quarterback they've sought for years. And owner GM Jerry Jones didn't feel the need for Dak Prescott's approval to make the move. The Cowboys acquired Lance for a fourth-round pick at a trade with San Francisco on Friday, a day before the preseason finale against the Vegas Raiders. Jarrah said he didn't need Dak Prescott's input before the Cowboys made the move and still hadn't talked to his star quarterback more than 24 hours after the deal was announced. So that's our poll question today for the Auto Group.
Everybody, check out Key Auto Group. At the Key Auto Group, you can buy with confidence, knowing that they provide reports on all vehicles they sell. Get fully informed about your next vehicle by going to keyautogroup.ca. We got all these new viewers today. They're, they're, they're learning about me, and they're going to learn about Moose. And I'm harder than an egg, Moose, as you know. Some may say hard on the outside, soft on the inside, but I was soft on both sides back in the day. So I initially, over 90% of respondents are saying, no, Jerry Jones didn't have to consult his star quarterback. And you can put me in with the no. But that's what started the Green Bay Packers down the road that's got Aaron Rodgers quarterbacking somebody else, if you remember. Number 12 was upset that he wasn't consulted when they drafted Jordan Love in the first round. Now a number of years ago. They never, ever got over it. And now Aaron Rodgers is gone. So are we in an era? Like, I grew up in that era. Had to have a lot of years and hours of therapy to survive it. Where now, we don't need your opinion. It's called empowering your people. So I'll say no. But I got an argument as to maybe why they should have consulted Dak. What do, what do you think? Yeah, if Dak's your guy and... and he's really your franchise guy, and you're not looking for a replacement, then yeah, you should consult him. Because this is different than signing a quarterback off the practice squad or signing a free agent just to have a third quarterback in the room. You're picking up a guy who was the number three overall pick in the draft just a few years ago, who's a guy who, you know, yeah, fizzled out a little bit in in San Francisco, but is a a project and somebody who you want to groom to be a potential starter. And so you add that type of a personality and a media story into your locker room, it's going to cause potential dissension. It's going to cause more media attention. And it could cause Dak to be looking over his shoulder. So if he's my guy, I'm going in there saying, Dak, don't worry, but we're going to bring him in because we have to look at the future. Even if the future is five, six years from now, we're going to start to look and see if he can be the next guy. But you're our guy. When you don't do that and you don't explain things, what do I talk about, Rod? It's, expectations versus reality and when you don't set expectations you leave people to make their own expectations right so when you don't tell doc this is going to be okay you're still our guy then he's left to come up with his own conclusions which is are they trying to get rid of me maybe i'm done maybe now i have to play better than this guy do you know what i mean so it just causes anxiety and problems that aren't needed well said grasshopper and i've learned a thing or two i don't know you're 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 in that, no, nah, I'm not saying I'm right. I mean, you're in the millennial age bracket, but there's a bracket now behind you. And that's the bracket that Dak's in, I think, where, you know, I think so much about what Ryan Huska said when he was on this show, the head coach of the Calgary Flames, 10 days ago. He said, today's player needs to know where they stand every day. And you can laugh at that if you want, but that's the way that it is. So, and they like, Our audience has some interesting thoughts. Ryan in Toronto writes in. He says, regarding the poll, Lance will be good. And then he says, good competition for Dak, that is. And we don't really know what goes on in the quarterback room of the Dallas Cowboys. I'm interested to ask Zig Prakasi, because that's his team too. Although I'm thinking of migrating over to the Dolphins, but it's more than just insurance to get Trey Lance. He is viewed as the heir apparent. Jerry has said that as, as much. So, and I'm probably wrong. This is wrong of me to be that staunch Cowboys fan that I compare everybody to Troy. I told you that. That, that, that is for sure wrong. 
He won his three Super Bowls, tough as nails, great guy. Is it wrong or maybe I'm not wrong because I compare everybody to Troy and everybody will fail. Tony Romo, Dak Prescott. Is that right or wrong of me? It, it's it's wrong. <laughs> I'll say it. It's wrong. Um, That's fine. No, it's it's you want excellence, but if you don't open yourself up to somebody else in a different that maybe isn't going to look the same or or be the same or maybe drive exactly the same results, then you leave yourself. You're not going to be able to be open enough to actually see the success and the good times that are there. Right? Like one Super yes. Bowl is not going to be enough. Right? What will be enough, right? And, and so you won't be, you know, leaving yourself to not uh, be One will happy be enough. Or... One will be fine. One will be okay. fine. One will be Good. fine. Uh, Troy in Toronto. Um, okay, a couple things. Number one, Jordan. I, where are you at, Jordan? Not director Jordan. This, I think he's in Winnipeg. He says, I think the Cowboys traded for Lance because Dak has a history of getting hurt. But they've said it's, they've said he's going to be the next one. Troy in Toronto says the Argos game was awesome Friday night. I saw all kinds of younger fans there having a great time, which was encouraging. Most people will support a winner. That's the best marketing. Just win in most markets. Yes, but not in Toronto and Calgary with regards to the CFL. And we don't have time for that discussion. But somebody wrote, well, the, the guy that writes the wonderful column on my weekend, Mike Stackhouse at rodpeterson.com said that uh, he thought Cody Fajardo just did let me walk this back in my brain so everybody can stay with me. Tony Romo holds a lot of single game and single season records for the Dallas Cowboys. Not career. Roger Staubach has all of them. So maybe Tony Romo on the 1994 Dallas Cowboys would have been just like Troy Aikman. You know, I said, what, who's around you, right? They don't have a Michael Irvin. They don't have an Emmett Smith or any of those studs or Charles Haley on defense. Well, they got some studs on defense, but somebody in Stackhouse's column, he said that Cody Fajardo was awful for Montreal Thursday night in the CFL. And I'm like, yeah, well, that's your opinion. We can sit and kick this around forever. But I watched the game every snap on my last night in Calgary. It wasn't Cody's fault at all. He threw on third and two, a 50-yard dime right on Hergie Maiella, and he dropped that's when there weren't snaps whizzing by his head or the offensive line taking procedures. Cody Fajardo was not awful, but you know what? These players need to realize people are going to get a talk noise. You know what I mean? You, you got to yeah. not listen to it, not get over it, not listen to it at all. Thoughts? Yeah, and at the end of the day, <laughs> there's two, two things here. They only put up three points, so regardless, the offense didn't get it done. And two... You're always going to have Cody's back regardless of how he plays. Yes. Which is nice to have somebody have your back no matter what. I've had people yeah. had mine. I know how it feels. Jordan, by the way, says he's in Calgary. And I got this guy's back too, our next guest, Chris Knuckles Nylon. He knows that. You want to say hey to Knucks before you run? Yeah. Else? We miss you. And uh, we got to find a way to get us all in the same room again before too long. I'll never forget his gal, Jamie, at their kitchen table. Are you in recovery, Darren? <laughs> I'm like, no, he's an earthling. Okay, I'll see you in hour two. See you then. <laughs> All right. Chris Knuckles Nylon, one of the true greats, joins us next. It is the Game Plus Television Network now. 
Sean Rogers Channel 230, where millions more homes under my spell. WQEE Radio, podcast, and YouTube live. PlayNow.com is Saskatchewan's only legal gambling site. A site with hundreds of slot games, your favorite live table games, and the PlayNow Sportsbook. Head over to www.playnow.com slash rpshow to claim your $50 casino reward. That's www.playnow.com slash rpshow for your $50 casino reward. PlayNow.com 19 plus, use your game sense. Broadcasting live from beautiful South Florida, it's the RP Show on the Game Plus TV network, available all across Kinect, on Eastlink, Videotron, and Rogers Cable. Uh, we don't have enough time, so we're going to jump into it. We don't have enough time with this guy because I could talk to him for his 688 NHL games. Stanley Cup champion with the Montreal Canadiens, played with the New York Rangers, Boston Bruins as well. Chris Knuckles, Nyland joins us. Do we have him? And best known for having the best-looking father-in-law in the league. How are you doing, Knuckles? <laughs> apparently, apparently, yeah. Uh, best-looking? I don't know. Um, but Well, you said he looks looking. just like me. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know. Like... Very, you, you could be twins. Yeah, exactly. Hey, how's the summer, man? Looks like you've been gallivanting all over the place. Are you ready for hockey season yet, or...? What's been going on? Yeah, I'm getting there. You know, I'm, I'm not quite done uh, traveling. I'm heading out to see my father-in-law in Montana, and we're going to do some camping and fishing out in um, Yellowstone. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, we're leaving uh, this Friday. And, yeah, then when I get back from there, uh, the Canadians golf tournament um, is the next day when I return, and I'll do that. And then uh, hockey season's upon us well i'll tell you what knuckles we don't talk enough montreal canadians on this show and you're the only guy i want to talk to about that i mean you and bob marier but you're a little more non-biased so yeah. give me a reason why give me a reason why the habs won't finish dead last in the atlantic division because frankly that's where i have them man yeah um listen <sighs> I think that's up, uh, you know, up for debate. There's no question about it. Uh, they have such a good young prospect pool. Uh, they have a, some young, that young core that has been there a couple of years now. And it's how all them other pieces are going to fall into place. I think certainly Hughes and um, Gordon have done a hell of a job in, in starting to retool this thing. And do I think they'll make the playoffs? No. Uh, do I think – I think the biggest step for this team this year is to be more consistent in their play. You know, some games they looked good last year, and then, boy, there'd be a stretch where they were just so uh, out of it. But I, I think I think this year they should strive to be more consistent as a group and, and see a, a more team play, a better team on the ice playing. Um now, dead last in that division, possibility, but 
uh, I happen to think they're going to surprise some people. Well, and I guess my point is I don't think they're bad. I just think they're exceptionally young, and they're still young. <laughs> All over the ice at every position, man. That's They're going to take their lumps, but I guess my point is how many lumps do they take? Because you know that, you know, where you said they go missing for a few games, that's a sign of youth, right? Yeah, no question. But, you know, you, you got to, again, some guys have some time under their, their, their belt here, too, some of them young guys. You'll get Caulfield, Suzuki. All right, you, you've got Josh Anderson, it's some of the older guys, Monaghan, uh, Doc certainly came into his own last year. I think they were brilliant uh, the way they used him. They started him out on wing. Uh, he got his confidence going. Then they moved him over to center. Uh, he played some center right. So, you know, uh, they have some decent veterans there to kind of, uh, you know, help prop up and support those young guys. And on the D end, you know, they're looking good. I mean, Gooley, if he's healthy, I mean, he looked like a seasoned vet uh, out there. Jordan Harris has come along. You got Jack Guy. Uh, and you got some of those young guys that might surprise and they might plop into the line, lineup this year. Logan Mayu, right? He's been cleared to play. You got a shot. You look up front. Uh, you know, uh, you got Farrell, Sean Farrell, Owen Beck. Uh, that kid, uh, Philip Mesa, the other Czech, Justin Barron on the back end, David Reinbacker. They have so many good prospects. Um, I, I just, again, it, consistency is what I think this team got to strive for this year and certainly developing and, and keeping an eye on some of them younger kids and, and, and getting them to play in time so they become more accustomed to what it's like to play at this level uh, night in and night out and be able to, you know, if you have one bad game in 10, okay. But you can't afford to have two, three, four and let it go. So, um, yeah, I like what I see. That's kind of my point. I'm not saying they're bad. I'm just saying they're young. Now, I know Yuri Slavkovsky. Yeah, Yuri Slavkovsky. Is he still number one overall guy in your mind? Like, what do you expect out of him in – Year two. People forget he's an 18-year-old kid. You know, he's been living on his own since he'd been 16, uh, you know, in his own apartment. Uh, he, I think he's a mature kid for his age. Going to take him some time. But uh, he's a big winger with lots of talent. And, you know, his first year, yeah, he got hurt. I, I just think he, it's going to take him time to develop. And they want to do it here. They want him in the NHL. He has, the, I think, the, certainly the size in the speed to play at this level. Um, now he's got to get accustomed to how to play hockey in this league, smaller rink. And, he, you know, he made some stride last year. I think he's only going to get better. You know, first o overall pick, you know, you can argue that all day. Who's better? Should they got you know, right? I mean, look where right is now. And not that he's going to be a bust. Uh, it's going to take time for these young kids. The, the expectations are so high. Uh, people forget that uh, they're 18 years old and they need time to get accustomed to the league. That's why you need to be on the air and have an influence in Montreal because if there's any market, there's the pressure. <laughs> More than anywhere else in any league, it's Montreal. We know that, right? And people need to be told to just yeah. back off. No question. How about Martin St. Louis? You know today's player is different. Um, is he the guy? 
Does he know how to handle them better than anybody else? Honestly, there's not one player I've talked to that just does not believe in what this guy um, presents them with. He challenges them. You know, I talked to Pizzetta <clears throat> uh, at length, and, uh, you know, I asked him about the coach, and he said that, you know, a lot of coaches I played for, they they kind of simplified the game for me. You know, get the puck out off the boards, just knock it by the D-man, um, you know, get it in deep and chase. And M Marty, I guess, is trying to give this kid some confidence that, listen, there's not only one play when you get the puck. You have to be able to do other things with the puck, not just bang it off the board. you got to look to make a play. Get your feet moving. Get going. Look to make a play. I mean, there was a day, if you didn't dump the puck in when you were supposed to, you get your ass pinned to the bench. There was a day, if you didn't get the puck out on the wall, that one thing they wanted you to do, coming out of your own end of the rink, um, you, you'd get shit for it. But here's a guy trying to coach a player up and let them know that you can do more than just dump it in. You can do more than just bang it off the boards. And he tries to, to build confidence in guys like that. And the better players, certainly, I think he, he, he uses them at the right time. He understands what they need in this day and age. And, you know, I, I think every player I've talked to, and I've talked to most of them, uh, from Weidman to Suzuki to Caulfield, um, the whole slew of them. And they absolutely love what this guy uh, teaches them and his approach to the game. Knuckles, uh, we're out of time, but I'll say a couple things to end it. One, that room that you're in right there is the nicest shrine I've ever been in in anybody's house ever. You did a real nice job with it, so congrats. And number two, you can take the boy out of Boston. You can take the, eh, whatever, whatever. I loved it. Uh, you can take the boy out of Boston. You can't take the Boston out of the boy. You'll like this story. Round two, Stanley Cup playoffs last spring. The ushers here in South Florida at FLA Live Arena said, what are we going to get with Leaf fans? I said, what do you mean? They said, well, we had to toss 37 Bruins fans out of the rink, drunk and disorderly last round. Are we going to get that with Leaf fans? I said, no. They're just annoying. They're not dangerous. And that's exactly what happened. So you guys from Boston, man, you make your presence known, eh? Yeah, boy, you know, there's one thing. You got alcohol and a Bruins fan, and uh, it's oh, not good. not good. You know, and not just Bruins fans. A lot of fans. I don't care who the Boston, uh, you know, Kings fan, anybody. You put the alcohol in the mix, like they have in arenas, and people go overboard and they get too, they get too emotional about their team. Over emotional. Absolutely, but not in Montreal. All right, Knuckles. Good seeing you. Safe travels to Montana, sir. All right, thanks. Good to talk, Rod. Good to see you. The great Chris Knuckles Nyland joining us from his home office. We'll be back with a sports update and uh, audience takeover right after this. We're live on Game Plus Television, WQEE Radio, Podcast, and YouTube. It is 
audience takeover time. And I'll get to a sports update too, but I'm just loving what's going on here. EMJ Marketing text line is open 902-518-3033. Jim Wagner writes in from Balgoni, Saskatchewan. He says, welcome Shaw viewers. The RP show is more than a show. It's family. Not taking things too serious around here. Love it. We don't take things too serious around here. People in sports, we're not splitting atoms here. Not saving lives. Talking sport. Should be fun. Larry in Medicine Hat writes in and says, I hope the Red Blacks don't give up on Crumb. He's a tough quarterback with lots of potential. He looked just okay last night, Dustin Crumb, I thought, for the Ottawa Red Blacks, who have now lost five in a row. Like, where's the old Crumb magic? Did defenses now have a book on him? Somebody tell me. Somebody that knows more about football than I do. How come there's been no Crumbbacks? We'll put that to Moose next hour, okay? Regarding the poll question today for Key Auto Group, should Jerry Jones have informed Dak Prescott they were acquiring Trey Lance? Last I saw on Twitter, over 90% of respondents saying, no, they didn't have to consult with Dak. Really? You want to rethink that? What are they saying now, Clark, on YouTube? You have a uh, 80% say no. It's coming down, and I feel like I might be convincing people otherwise. And God knows I'm no relationship expert, but what about the wife? You didn't want to consult me on that? Buying that car? Buying that kind of milk? It's changed, brah. Times have changed. Have the teams, have the successful teams changed? <laughs> Jay Miller in Winnipeg writes in and says, uh, Knuckles, a Mount Rushmore nickname for sure. Yes. Number one nickname all time, Boom Boom. <laughs> boom Boom Jeffrey on. I got room for Knuckles and we need two more. Hang on. We'll carry this over into next hour. I love the discussion. Thank you, Jay. Knuckles, yeah. Yeah. And these got to be real people, not 88 Fingers Louie from Flintstones or something like that. Like real people. Sports update, as promised. Do we have time? The Blue Jays wind down their month-ending homestand with a three-game series against Washington. Kevin Gosman slated to start for Toronto with the Nationals sending Josiah Gray to the mound. Jays two and a half out of the final wildcard playoff spot. Struggling Yankees are in Detroit. They've lost 12 of their last 14. They sit last in the American League East. <laughs> Victor Hovland is the FedEx Cup champion, and it really wasn't close. He played the best golf of his career in the final two weeks of the PGA Tour season, capped it off at East Lake by winning the Tour Championship. In theaters now, Strays. Our sports updates brought to you by Landmark Cinemas. Abandoned on the mean city streets by his low-life owner, Doug, a naive but lovable dog named Reggie falls in with a fast-talking, foul-mouthed Boston Terrier and his gang of Strays. In theaters now, strays your local landmark cinemas. Hour two upcoming, including Zig Fracassi after this brief pause on Game Plus and Key Radio.